Webby, why are you so much of a hater? Anyway, we'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just choked on my pizza. There you uh, go. That's a, I know it's worse choking on air or, in fact, I'm eating a pizza. I wasn't bagging. <laughs> you, the, you guys are the ones are bagging people. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Jane Fonda there. <clears throat> anyway, it's time to slice some dinner. You caught up with the great Phil Gould. I did. How, firstly, how did it come about? Uh, so basically, I do some stuff with Nine sometimes, and they just, yeah, they organised it. They reached out and said, would you be happy to do Gus Gould? I was like, why do you? Of course I'd be happy to do it. Uh, it was it was surreal, to be honest. Uh, funnily enough, uh, about, you know, eight years ago when the Broncos made the grand final, I was out the front interviewing people, and that video came up only this week, and it made me reflect, like, who would have thought this skinny little dude would be interviewing Gus Gould? But... So it was a really bizarre moment to be sitting across from Gus Gould in the bloke studios, but also a very, like, just an awesome moment. And we spoke about the state of rugby league. I personally believe that the game's in the best position it's ever been in. I think that we've definitely got issues in the game. I think we'll always have issues in the game. But do you think the game is as good as it can be right right now, understanding there's always going to be issues? Or do you think that there's areas that we really need to improve? I think we're right on the... I think we're right on the edge of greatness mm. right at the moment. I think this is the best time I've seen in the game to actually fulfil its true potential, mm. not just in this country but you know, uh, in other playing areas around the world. Um, there are a couple of factors that do that. I think that the Super League war was one thing. Um, the formation of the commission and removing media ownership was a second thing that's led to this. And covid yeah. Funny enough, and people say, you know, COVID caused problems for the game. COVID exposed the problems with the game. Mm. Um, that period there, if if we didn't have someone like Peter Volandis in charge of the game at that time, mm. and for COVID to unearth what was really happening in the real state of the game at that time, and I remember I just the, the commission a couple of times during that period about the real state of the game before COVID hit and during COVID to say that, you know, what I told you three months ago, now you can see for yourself yeah. because they actually did a deep dive into where the game actually stood and where it, you know, where it was going, mm. you know, constantly borrowing from the future and constantly overspending and constantly having nothing to show for their efforts um, and facing the real fact that if we didn't get the game back on the field, the game was in real trouble. Mm. That's, that's how things had got. Yeah. Um, and when... when it was exposed truthfully, the state of the game, and truthfully how bad things were, um, particularly financially. Um, then it opened the door to recovery. Mm. And surviving COVID better than anyone else, and then coming out of the back of COVID as a country, what it's done for us coming out of COVID and all those lockdown periods, whether you agree with them or not, that's what we went through and, and come out of it, to now looking at the crowds we're getting at games, looking at the atmosphere at Newcastle, at, in New Zealand, and home grounds that are selling out virtually on a weekly basis in suburban grounds and yeah. the new stadia that we've got, you know, the new Parramatta Stadium, the new Allianz Stadium, you know, we'll eventually have refurbishment there. You know, we've got all these teams in the competition now that are, that are building new facilities and, mm. um, you know, and I, I do think we'll get to 20 teams at some time, sometime in the next decade. I do think we'll play in conferences. I think it'll be a wholly different world in you know, 10 years' time, 20 years' time. And thankfully now we've got people that are thinking about that. Yeah. People didn't look beyond their own contracts or their own time. Yeah. There was no one really trying to leave a legacy for the game or planning what the game should look like in all that time. 
We're still a little bit ad hoc. We still yeah. knee-jerk reaction. We change rules and do silly things with that. And, you know, we make decisions, you know, for the wrong reasons yeah. and, you know, to fix a problem today that only creates a problem down the track. But um, I think I think the Volandis era will be recognised as the one where um, the most positive changes have taken place mm. and gives us it. We've got to get there yet. Yeah. We're not there yet. The self-interest and selfishness which has inhibited our game for so if we stop navel gazing and worrying about you know the day-to-day media wars and intricacies of that, and get our minds on the bigger picture, and actually have smart people in charge of the direction of the game, I think we're on the verge of greatness. Mm. Two things there. Number one, I, I could not agree with Gus more about the COVID period. I don't think there's many organisations that handled the COVID situation better to assess what we had to do. And the second thing is, it shows the power. Peter Volandis, the fact that Gus is on board where other times it was it was touch and go in their relationship. We'll take a break and uh, coming up we've got sound advice.